Hey, companions. Doing a little odd thing this go around because I couldn't really find a good spot for a mid-roll in this episode. So I'm just going to talk to you in the beginning about two very important things. Also, I'm recording this during Hurricane Nate. So if there is some noise going on or lightning, I'm sorry. And I'm recording this on a different mic in a makeshift vocal booth because Finch and I are in the middle of recording our first EP with our band South Carlin. Throwing that shameless plug in there. But first off, next weekend, October 21st, we are doing a panel at QuestCon in Mobile, Alabama. I've received some questions from you guys, but I would love to get more. If you have a question you want to, you want answered, send it in to fourorbs at gmail.com. Title that subject line, panel question. And maybe I'll select your question as a moderator to answer. We will be recording the panel, so even if you don't get a chance to come, you will still get to hear it on a possible future episode. Secondly, we are also doing a live show to celebrate our one-year anniversary of being a podcast. Follow us on our social media accounts for updates in the future. The date of that live show is December 1st, and it will be at Alchemy Tavern, also here in Mobile, Alabama. We're going to be cosplaying for the event, so you don't want to miss out. And if you do come, cosplay as one of your favorite characters from the podcast, and maybe we'll take some pictures with you. Or if you don't cosplay, we'll probably take some pictures with you anyways. All right, I'm going to do you a favor, and I'm not going to throw any sponsors this week. So let's just go ahead and get to this really tense episode. See ya. Before I talk, we all remember last session, or do we need to recap? I don't remember exactly where we ended. We ended heading back to the keep. You fought the assassins, guys. Yeah, we took him hostage. You took one hostage, and you're running back to the hold. With who's carrying you? I assume. Or? I think so. Yeah, right? I think, yeah, I think oh. Kath's got him. So everybody good? Do we have a goal of where we're going towards the keep, or we're just heading back towards it? We're just gonna figure out a way in when we get there. I don't think you know of a way back in because they're on lockdown. Yeah. Okay. This is going to work out. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Oh, but I was dumb for suggesting that we tie a rope. Finding a way back up. (laughs) No, we don't have time for that. We got to (laughs) go. Assholes. None of this would be a problem if we went into the chaos portal. That's the truth. I'm just going to just lay down. In the street. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. The screams of the citizens of Gamor have faded away. The city is silent other than your padded footsteps. The key of Kilnar lights your way as you run through the city with a knocked-out assassin over Keth's shoulder. You exit out of an alley, into a road, and look left, then right, to see ten cloaked men on both sides of you. Outnumbered, you rush across the street into another set of alleyways, and the men follow slowly behind. Up ahead, you see these shadowy men blocking your path. And this continues to occur in your retreat over and over and over. And then you reach an open town square. 
Around the perimeter of the entire square are these assassins. Behind you in the alleyway, the ones that have been following you walk steadily towards you. And then on the far side from where you are, a lone man walks out and removes his cowl. He is the same man from across the moat that commanded that the city was theirs now. No need to run, he says. You will not escape the darkness now that you have entered. We see your every move. Astonishingly, though, you can see us. Why is that? He stands about 50 feet away from you as you've kind of moved away from the perimeter of like all these shadowy men around you, including the ones that have kind of blocked your entrance into this town square. Because we are not blonde-headed children that suck on their mom's teeth. As I duck behind Kev. (laughs) (laughs) What's so hard? I mean, I don't find it that hard to see. I mean, I'm looking at you right now and I see all the guys circling us and I've seen all your friends following us and... Are you hidden? I'll I'll do air quotes too. (laughs) (laughs) He walks closer to you, and then like you, like he's got his cowl off, so you can actually see his face and his eyes, and his eyes kind of brighten up real quick. Specifically, you felt me. Okay, I see. What is it that you carry that does this? It is the key of Kilnar. I say Hmm. to this man. Are you familiar with it? I know the name Kilnar. From where? He's a friend. Does he look like that when he says it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't trust this man. Uh, do I have any sort of? Now that I think about it, do I have? have do I know what Kilnar means no. at all? No. No. Hmm. Now, before we continue to speak, I need you to drop your weapons. I'll spit on the ground. Keep in mind, my voice is still a little torn from our talk at the drawbridge earlier. I would like to move a little closer to you. Well, come on over. Uh, I would like him to not. We we can stand here all day. And then what? We'll just stand here. But until you drop those weapons, this is where we stand. (gasps) I understand now. This is my audience. (laughs) Bring out my loot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All, all the stars have aligned. Do you want to sing a song, Dorothy? <laughs> Would you like to hear a song? <laughs> if we're just going to stand here, why not? Well, it looks like we're going to stand here. I drop my weapons. Which is what? A short bow and a quarter staff. Yeah, I drop my staff, but keep my hands, you know, easily accessible because hands aren't easily accessible. <laughs> I ready my hands, but like in a nonchalant way. Does that mean you're leaving a weapon behind? What? Like, are you? Do you only? I'm have dropping. A staff? Yeah, I only okay. have a staff. I don't know what your equipment is, so I'm trying to make sure that I know yeah, whether. Yeah, I, I only have a staff. I'm gonna do a performance check afterwards. Okay. Okay. I am so high, I can hear heaven. I am so high, I can hear heaven. No heaven, no heaven, don't hear me. And they say that a hero could oh, save. Okay, 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 okay. How dare you? I clap. <laughs> nah, dude, performance. <laughs> I'm rolling it. Motherfucking 23. Yeah, dude. They don't want to say they loved it, but they loved it. It's <laughs> pretty good. Some of the masked men and around are like just tapping their feet. <laughs> Dora, that is one of the better better tunes I've I've heard you play. That was really I'm impressed. Uh, thank you. Listen, let's be real. 
Is there any reason for you to waste your time and my time? Well, the way I see it, you're wasting our time. If you drop your weapons, we can make this quick. I'm just going to slowly put the loot down. <laughs> just kind of make eyes with uh, Finch. Is it, or is it like grass or are we standing on gravel or something? It's like cobblestone. Okay. And um, I mean, this town square is about 100 feet in radius. And they're like surrounding you on all sides. There's probably about 200 men in this town square. Um, I'll uh, toss my sword down, but I'm going to casually leave my bow on my back. I'll uh, set my mace down. Okay. Which leaves the halberd. Yeah. And you got the bow and you have your short sword. I am my drum. And your drum. <laughs> <laughs> Backpack full of weapons. Musical weapons. I need you to drop all your weapons, gentlemen. I'll, I'll even do you a solid. And he takes his scimitar that's kind of sheathed to his side, takes it out, and puts it down on the ground next to him. Why don't you make all of your men do the same? They're not close to you. You're closer to your weapons than they are to you. I guess that's right. I'll uh, pull the halberd off my back and kind of stand with it for a second before I set it down. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll just go ahead and do the same. <clears throat> I'll drop my short sword. This thing was never any use to me anyway. Okay. Now, we're all going to take ten steps closer to each other. Wait! Leave your weapons behind, I leave mine behind. I walk forward ten steps. Wait, wait! I don't trust this man! This isn't a matter of trust anymore. Look around us. Uh, I'll stand to Felomir's left. I'm just going to glance at Matt like, don't get too close. I'm just going to kind of shrug my shoulders. <laughs> I'll he starts to take a slow step forward, like watching everybody else. I'll look at Astra and step forward. I'm going to stay firmly behind. Is Kes still Kef. holding on to this dude? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sweet. So you leave your weapons behind about 10 feet behind you, and he, lives, he leaves his scimitar behind about 10 feet behind and then you have like this 10 foot kind of gap between all of you and him. And he says, will you sit? And he starts to like lean down towards the ground into like an Indian style thing. I sit. I will sit. I guess I'll sit. If we're going to be here for a while, we might as well sit. As I sit, I just like shrug on Kat's arm like, come on. <laughs> I like kneel down, not in a full squat sit, ready to spring up. Well, now you're all at my height, so I'll stand. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you wish to do. Now, what is your names? What is your name? Well, my name is not that important. Well, it is rude to ask a name without giving your own. Well, the name you wish to know is not mine, but Felmir. Wait, well, we what? know Felmir. Velmir. Oh. So you're Felomir. Yes, I am. And the rest of you? Astra. I'm sorry, Arta. <laughs> Fuck. Astra Arta, okay. I'm Keth, the giant slayer. There's no giants around here, Keth. Well, I'll be a cultist slayer. Mm. Should you cross me? Yeah. <laughs> 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 And you know? Well, of course, you've already heard of me. I'm sorry, I haven't. Ugh. 
People have no culture, no class. Well, if you wish to know my name, you will get a verse, as that is my game. Dorothy Fade Grumman Kyle. Uh, <laughs> Gnomish fellow with a bardic style. Are, are, are you nervous, Gnome? There's no reason to fear right now. I'm going to look around. Okay. Felomir. Oh. And Finch. Finch. And your name? As I said, not an important person. Still a question I'm asking. Well, come on. It's just come there's on. no need. Look. <laughs> He's so shy. I, I am a part of Velmir. So I'll call you Velmir. Sure. All right. If that if that gives you something to go by, well, it makes Velmir? this conversation easier. I'm sorry? Who's Velmir? Well, he is our leader through the dark times. Go on. Well, we we do not wish... I, I really want you to not feel threatened because... Well, we would feel less threatened if we knew a little more about you and your cult. Well, we don't wish you any harm. We wish to bend you, to use you. Well, that doesn't sound fun. Well, S Sounds like it hurts. Velmir <laughs> recognizes your value and the connection you have to this world. He needs you. Okay, but, does that mean slaughtering women and children? No, no, no. But to keep your life, you must give what you have. Which is? One of you have something that we want. The key of Kilnar. No, not that. Well, I couldn't have the slightest idea of what you're talking about. Some men to your left across the town square on the perimeter kind of make wet, like open up a little bit as this conversation is going on and dress in the same black leather armor and cloak with a thick, smooth tail dragging behind and horns piercing through the cowl, this humanoid approaches your discussion. As he gets closer, Finch, you feel the orb in your satchel, like, physically pulsating. And the horned humanoid stops about 50 feet away, and you can see him gazing at all of you, confused. And you all have kind of gone silent as he approached, along with this guy talking, this blonde man. He's kind of gone silent as well. And the horn humanoid pulls out a little red wood box with brass bindings. And he opens it up, and a red glow from the box overpowers the green from the key of Kilnar in the area around him, about five or ten feet or so. He looks towards you all again, patiently. He wishes for whatever you might have. I've got this bullywug ring. No, I don't think that's what he's looking do for. you want this cultist back i say as i like throw the cultist in front of me on the ground no he's not that important either well that's like my favorite longbow back there i guess do you have something round we got a lot of ichor i have a lot i have a Spherical. thousand ball bearings an orb an orb you say doesn't ring a bell the blonde man looks at you, uh, looks at you all, and then kind of looks down at the ground, and then he looks over at the horned, cloaked man. He walks over in between all of you, and he looks at the five of you, like kind of individually, and then he looks at you, Doris, standing, and he walks over and he kind of like bends down to his ankles to eye level at you, and then you hear, "Put up another pyre, strap the gnome to it." Oh, uh, excuse me. 
All right, well, I'm going to get my bow. I am jumping up immediately. You will not do that! The cloaked men that were behind you about 60 feet away kind of rush towards you as y'all are, like, getting up, and y'all kind of meet, like, with weapons in hand, ready to, like, fight. And I'm assuming you didn't do anything. You're still staring at him. Well, not yet. Okay. Kind like, of frozen while they freak out and, like, run for weapons, are you, like, standing there, like, looking dead, in the, like, dead yeah. at this guy's face? Yeah. And he's still kind of squatted in front of you. And y'all are kind of all, like, shaking, and, like, there's assassins all around you, basically. What use do you have for this orb? He, the horned man kind of turns from you for a second, Doroth, and looks back at the blonde man. And he says, well, he wants it. Why? I do not question Velmir. Well, I do. And then, like, more assassins kind of start to circle in from all over the town square. Like this and scene. then out of kind of nowhere, Doroth, some appear next to you on both sides. And grab you by the shoulders. None had me. Where are your manners? I'm famous. I'm charging. You're charging into the fight? Into the ones grabbing Doroth. Oh, no. I can't like, hold on, hold on. I can tell you where it is, but we do not have it. It is in the Mage's Tower in the Dice. Crimson Command Hold. Dice already rolling. All right. You're charging in? I'll uh, stop like mid charge and turn and look at Finch as he speaks. Um, they've carried Nor uh, Doroth like to the outside of your little circle that's enclosed on you. And my feet are like, yeah, your feet are like dangling and kicking <laughs> while they're, and you're still screaming in the background. Y'all watch as four other shadowy men behind the assassins lift up a telephone pole style thing with a rope dangling from it. And while y'all are still talking, which we'll get back to in a second, he's being strapped with his wrist to the rope and is about to be like hanging from the pole. The blonde man looks at you all and says, I know you're lying to me. He knows you're lying to us as well. What do you mean? How do you think you know that? You see that red light in the box? Uh-huh. Velmir then reaches into the box and pulls out the red orb. And you see that it's pulsating and shining as well, just like the green orb is doing. Oh, you have one. Those that's one of the four orbs. Look, they got one. <laughs> okay. Why just tell us why? You said you weren't gonna threaten us or do any harm, I and now you're taking one of our friends. Attention. I'm sorry. I'm just his follower. He's led me through the dark times. Is he, he can lead you. All you have to do is give me Shut orders. up! I'm going to turn to Velmir, I guess the, the horn man, yeah. and I'm going to yell, Are you too much of a coward to speak yourself? He walks over to you, Kath, slowly, and gets about three feet from you. He says, It's not your time. What does that mean? That doesn't answer the question. And he starts to turn away. Is he still holding the orb out? Yes. Yeah. Can I grab it? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to cast Mage sure. Hand and grab it. D and B. <laughs> sure. If you want to try and grab it. I think we're running out of options here. And if he's just walking around with it in his hand. You reach they all kind of turn towards Doroth as you hear Doroth scream. And a dagger has cut his like his stomach, just, ah! a, just a, like a light cut. 
I glance over <laughs> at Felomir's and try and get a grasp of the situation by just looking at him. Am I losing health? What did I do? Like, did <laughs> okay, that... I'm gonna be yeah, like, you lose one health there. Okay. Oh, you mean that orb and point at Finch, and while I'm pointing at Finch, grab the red orb. Ooh. The whole switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's true. <laughs> How it. heavy is the orb? Too late for that question. <laughs> They're not well, that heavy. Well, I was going to say Mage a second ago, but nobody was listening to me. Sleight of hand. Oh, shit. Um, I'm proficient at that. Hey. Hey. Let's go. Damn it. Ah! Okay, 14 plus 4, 18. Do you have an inspiration point? Um, like, look, who all has an inspiration point? Oh, yeah. We got two. Source, Where do source, I find those? It's uh, above your proficiency bonus. Uh, oh, I got two of those. Just what keep in mind. What do they do? Oh, I have two inspiration points. We, you, we use them as instant crits. <gasps> Just so yeah. you know. Good to know. Oh, Good to know. You. Yeah. All right, I'm ready for this for now. Sure. <laughs> Um, as you rush for the orb, Astra, you do grab it. Uh, and I die. <laughs> oh, God. Which is why I was going to use the mage hand initially, <laughs> but nobody was listening to and me. And you see Velmir take like a backhanding swipe at you and you duck behind it, like duck underneath it and roll. And then you're like standing next to Finch. And Felomir. Am I holding it? You're holding it. Oh. And Finch, is ha- Finch still has the green one. I'm going to cast invisibility and grab his hand. <gasps> oh, God. Making moves. Let's go. <laughs> so if you cast invisibility on yourself, that doesn't make Finch invisible. But I can. Do I have to cast it again to make him also invisible? Okay. Can I do that? <laughs> Do you have a quick spell? Yes, I do. Oh my god! I do. Can I do? Can I use an inspiration point to make sure this happens? <laughs> or do I need to? Oh shit! Do I need to even roll for it? If you use two inspiration points, oh my god, I will let you do this without us having to take initiative. Okay. Oh shit! So y'all are just gonna leave me here standing in front of this dude? Not and, only fellow yeah, here. And also, yeah, and also. Oh. But you're leaving behind Keth and Dorothy. I don't want to leave anybody behind. Tortured. I just want to be invisible. <laughs> okay. So that. <laughs> I Do I know. see it's this? Just... Yeah. Well, you're you're focused on mostly the guys. I'm worried about the orbs. Okay. I want to take like a the the like two or three words I can yell to to Keth and be like, "Cut down, Dorothy." Ooh. I mean, this is more than us. This is the fucking orbs. We have two now. Am I right? That's, I mean. But what is it worth? It's a tough spot. Like we're still but here. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not going to let y'all die, but... but Chaos Portal, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> don't even start. All right. So let me make sure as a DM, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so our listeners know what's happening. Felomir is standing blankly. Dorothy is currently being tortured, strapped to a pyre. Such is true. Keth is ready to fight. Finch is being grabbed by Astra, who goes invisible in front of you, Finch, and mm-hmm. then you go invisible. 
Sweet. Now Do keep in to... mind the two of you cannot see each other when you're both invisible. Oh shit. Okay. Mm. So she's holding on to your hand, Finch. Okay. Yes, Velomir? Nothing. Okay. Just making sure you... I didn't know if that was a... I would like to do something. But wait, they can see invisibility. We can all see invisibility. Does that do anything? Oh, shit. Uh, can they see us? I don't remember who drank it. We all... I know Keth I believe we all drank it. We all drank it at a certain point. That's why we can all so see them. you all have one left, I'm assuming. <clears throat> Correct. Yes. Yeah. And they're four hours long? Yeah. Or two hours long? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. That I think it's two hours each. I think it was two. It's two hours each. We'll say it's been an hour since all of you last used the first potion. So we can all see each other. Yes. Um, I'll say that there needs to be a difference between what you see that's invisible and what's not. Like so that we can know what's like some kind of aura. Um, we'll say that there's like a staticky haze on invisible people when you're using st- like see invisibility like there's a like a very opaque tv static over their entire body okay so is it just those two that are invisible yes everyone else is visible yes okay and before we take initiatives and any other thing ha- anything else happens can i use a perception check or like constitution or something to see what the hell's going on yes over there? give me a perception check and then we'll move forward 16 Yes, you see what's going on. What the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) The blonde man then speaks up after you've gone invisible and you've kind of like run into somewhere. (laughs) Like running in like to a vacant area in the town square. There's no need to hide. And he starts kind of looking around everywhere. Velmia knows where you are at all times. When you're in the darkness. And then you look at Velmir, the horned guy, mm-hmm. and he's looking right at the two of you. I told you this. I will never forgive you for this. Now, we have one option at this point. You come back into our view and you hand the orbs or the gnome dies. Is there like a corner that we can just for a second get behind? I hate all of you. Oh, my God. Just I just want I don't want to be in the one guy's line of sight that can see me for just a moment. Yeah, so that we can like cut Dorth down or some shit. We'll say there are some boxes from the festival that you dip behind. Okay. But they're still in the middle of the town square. I'm just gonna do that just to grab the orb and give it to Astra. And then I wanna like yell, um, let my friends go and I'll come out with the orbs. The you see the assassins that are ready to strike on Dorth back up and you see the cloaked men that have kind of circled around Velomir and Keth back up a little bit. And then Velomir is still looking in your direction, Matt, just so you know. Mm -hmm. And the blonde man then says, okay, come out. I'll slowly start to walk out. I'll even like kind of pat my hip on a little pack to try and give. Where are you? That's Velomir saying that? No, that's the blonde man. Right over. I'm I'm coming. Uh, I hear you. I don't see you. Yeah, well, let's let's have my friends take a couple of steps back away from your friends, and then I'll come a little closer and come on. The assassins back up more from Doris. Keth, cut down Doris. And then as I'm saying, I'm like, I'm coming closer. 
and I'll keep taking more steps closer. Run over to Doroth. Okay. You run over to Doroth. Cut him down. With the halberd? Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you cut into the wood, and he starts to fall. I mean, he's lifted up pretty high. Uh, so you catch him. Again, he only weighs like one pound. <sighs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Take me away from here. It's okay, little buddy. I'll put him on my shoulders and, and go back to the group. Okay. Okay, so where Astra and I were, we were kind of out of the realm of the bad guys. Yes. I would like to, since they can see me, mime for them to go that way as I continue to move forward. And I'll say, I'm moving forward. They're moving further away. Okay. So as y'all are moving forward and they're getting closer to Astra, the assassins have backed up back in, like to a perimeter around the town square. Mm-hmm. Like they're still keeping you circled in, just so you know. But she's outside of the circle. No, she's in the town square. Oh. And they're like, peri- like making a perimeter around the town square. Wait, again. so the whole time there were people behind them. They moved in, oh, but yeah, as okay. they were backing up, like they're backing up in circles. They're not like one lo- like one area that you're one front. You're surrounded. Damn, dude. See, I just I thought that Ash and I had gotten around the surrounding. If you want to leave the town square, the, the only way you're getting out of that is out the town square. Mm-hmm. And then you're leaving your three friends behind. God. Where am I right now? You were behind like some boxes from the festival in the town square somewhere. Not necessarily a center, just in the town square. Because there's like canopies from the festival and stuff like that, like game stations. And so you're just hiding behind. How far away am I from everything that's going We'll say on? 50 feet. Okay. Um, whenever I get close to Keth passing me, I, I want to kind of like try and whisper to him, um, get with Astra. She has the orbs. Be ready to break the perimeter and run. Gotcha. I'm coming. Walk towards Astra. Okay. Felomir, you're with him? Yes. So you're with Kath? Yes. Okay. I'm going to put Dorth down behind me and just say, uh, just, just stay behind me. Did they tie anything else like my feet or anything? No, just your okay. hands. You were All just right. dangling with your hands tied to rope. Are they, are they still tied? Yeah, there's rope on your wrist, but they're not like tied together. Okay. I want to remove, try to like remove the rope. So, Felomir, you're with Keth. And Keth, you're walking towards Astra. Is his stuff on the ground? All our stuff's on the ground. We grabbed our stuff. No, right? everybody's stuff is in their hands except for Doris. Okay. Because everybody jumped up and grabbed everything. I'll see him, you know, trying to get his restraints off, and I'll cut him, and I'll say, go get your stuff quick. Oh, my loot! And I'm just going to, like, run towards it, like, with my hands out. <laughs> Good job. So, like, you have to run past Finch in this case, so you kind of run past Finch, kind of, like, 20 feet from Belmere, and you just kind of grab it, and you look at it. And you <laughs> yeah, scurry away. <laughs> Leaving the short sword, by the way. Sure. So that is on the ground now. I think I'm going to have to roll. So to you, make... get a, you get about 10 feet from the blonde man and Velmir. Mm-hmm. And Velmir's looking at you. The blonde man is just kind of looking around still. Oh, yeah. Velmir is still looking at me. Well, I guess that makes my decision a little easier. I guess I'll kind of look back over at Keth just to make eye contact. And then I guess I'll look back over. And uh, does does the bird mean anything here? Like the finger? 
because I'm going to give them two of something, and that's what I want to give them. <laughs> yes, the bird means fuck you. Okay, well, um, yeah, because I was going to choose between that or the bow, but yeah, I guess we'll just go with the bird since that guy's just looking at me. And uh, I'm like, okay, one second. I'll stick both my hands in my pockets and then pull them out. And then what? I guess I'll start running. <laughs> ah! I'll uh, I'll grab Astra, take off running, and try to break. Oh no, I, I guess I wouldn't because she's invisible. I don't want to give that away. I'll just uh, I'll charge like Matt had planned. Finch had planned. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> and start running as well because y'all didn't run this plan by me. <laughs> give me initiatives. say you're 30 feet from him finch as initiative started you got to about 10 feet you flipped him off you ran you got 20 feet away from him okay that leaves you about 50 feet from the group okay and then how far away are they from the perimeter 20 feet so cat's about to run right at him cool velmir runs at you no weapon in hand and swipes you with his tail what's your ac 15 and then i also need a reflex save I'm sorry. Dexterity. <laughs> 15. Okay. It's eight damage. The tail hits you in the right thigh. You stumble in your step and you kind of like take a knee for a second and then you jump back up and you're running. Cool. That means what I'm going to do in that situation is your movement speed is not 30 in the next round. It's 15. Okay. That's fair. Now after Velomir is Finch. Oh my god. Um, I'm going to say so said I can get about fifteen more feet away from him. Your movement speed's fifteen feet. So that means you can dash and get thirty feet away from him, but you don't get an attack action. Or you can move fifteen feet and then And then attack. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do fifteen and then attack, but in my fifteen I'm gonna strafe a little bit so that Keth is not directly in front of me, like facing the perimeter. And I'm going to get down and uh, try and take a shot at one of the people that are on the perimeter in his way of running. So you're not shooting at Velomir, you're shooting at the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Okay, give me the shot. 24. That's a hit. Six. You uh, hit an assassin like in his left chest, and he kind of spins, and then uh, kind of puts up his guard and puts a... Like, he's got a scimitar ready to attack Kath whenever he gets close. After Finch is Felomir. Okay, so where where are us four at? The four of you are running towards an alleyway, or are near an alleyway. Kath is just, like, you see Kath in that, like, prepped charge. And an arrow just flew past all of you and hit an assassin near the alleyway. Okay, I'm going to cast Shillelagh. Okay. On my quarterstaff. Cool. And... Can you delay a partial turn or just the whole turn? Just the whole turn. Okay. Well, then I'm going to delay my turn. Okay. Um, so the assassins in the alleyway see that you're approaching, and there's like, there's, we'll say there's three of them in the actual like mouth of the alleyway. And then two, the two on both left and right side of them, so four, charge towards the four of you. 
So two get on top of you, Keth. Okay. Keth, as they both attack, you take two stabs in your abdomen-ish area for 12 damage. Doroth and Felomir, you both kind of dodge the attacks that are on you. So, Keth, you have two on you. Doroth, you have one on you. Felomir, you have one on you. And three are still blocking the alleyway mouth. Doroth, your turn. I'm going to use uh, Bane. Ooh, okay. That uh, What's that? It's a 30-foot range and uh, up to three creatures of your choice. I'm using this on the ones that are on us right now. Uh, they have to make a charisma saving throw whenever a target fails this throw. Whenever a target fails the saving throw, makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends. The target must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled from the attack roll or saving throw. It's going to be on the four that are on you. The there's, four there's four on us? There's four directly on you. Oh, then I'll cast it at higher level and include that guy too. Okay. Cool. So just to be clear, the four that are on us are not the three blocking the alley that we're trying to escape from. Correct. Okay. You currently have seven assassins in your way. Yes. So they're rolling a charisma Charisma. saving throw. Yeah. All but the one that's on you, Doroth, is effective. I'm sorry, (laughs) Felomir. All all but the one that's on Felomir is effective. Okay. Whenever I roll an attack roll for them. Minus 1d4. Minus 1d4. For how long? One, One minute. minute. One minute. So ten rounds. Cool. I want to play like a very minor key. Chord. <laughs> uh, you are like, now Albane. It's time to play the game. Like a, <laughs> like a dissonant minor chord. Yeah. Time to play the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Astra, your turn. Okay, I guess I'll delay because I don't know what the fuck to do. All right. Well, you have like two more turns before your delayed turn comes into play. The blonde man runs up Finch and instead of attacking you, he like runs to the side of you because you're in range and he's just like, please, please just stop. Am I allowed to do something or he's just like, I'll give you a reaction, actually a bonus, a bonus reaction. I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> oh, <Yeah! shit. laughs> All right. Give me the attack. Then it's a very low AC cause he's not defending himself. Uh, 11 because I suck we'll say you hit him but it's half damage <laughs> okay because he's not gonna avoid it uh-huh well I bet damage on be... unarmed is one plus strength modifier so yeah okay so yeah one plus strength modifier four so two yeah so you just kind of punch him in the face and he just kind of, like he doesn't fall to the ground but he's just like, oh, oh, why? I just want you to, I just want to help you. I just want to help you. He's like pleading with you now. I thought it was going to be one of those punches where he just goes, are you done? <laughs> no, this is just a normal man. Oh, okay. Nothing special about this guy at all. So after him, we're Keth. Rage. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right, question. The, in the rule book, there's not a whole lot about this. If I succeeded in grappling one of these guys, could I throw him into the other guy as like a shove? Yeah, grapple him and then throw him into his companion. I would or argue that companions. that would be two attacks. One is the grapple. The second is a ranged attack 
with an improvised weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. that would be the the two things that would have to happen, yes. So if yeah, you would have to grab true. him first. So unless you had extra attack. Don't you? No, when you're in rage extra attacks now? at five, level five. We could just grab the one guy and then just run with him. No, I got a sh- <laughs> into I got, the other guy. You have your shield. Thing. Yeah, I have shove as a bonus action, but it's not a, a grapple. But I do get advantage for that with being enraged, so I'll do that. So and you're going to shove with your shield. Yeah, I'm going to shove uh, one of them uh, with my bonus action. Okay. As a shield master. Okay. And that's going to be my athletics versus his acrobatics or athletics, whatever is And higher. it's the minus the d4 for the saving throw. On saving throws? Yeah. Okay. 24. You got it. Okay, I'm just going to shove him down. So he's just going to be prone? Yeah. Okay, so he's prone. And then with my attack, I'm going to bash the other one in the head. Okay. Nice. Are they undead, Dave? That's not going to make sure. <laughs> they are undead. Hmm. 15 hit? 15 does hit. Cool. What was, uh, what was the bonus damage? 2d8. Uh, I never wrote it down. <laughs> It's 2d8. It's 2d8 now. Give me one of your d8. Might be three. Well, it's 1d8 for the weapon and then two for the bonus. It's a d6 for the weapon. Oh, then it might be 2d6s. 2d6s? That sounds more correct to me. All right. Straight up now, I don't care what happened in the past. It's 3d6 total plus your strength modifier if it's an undead. And so it was. And so it was. (laughs) In the (laughs) falls. The DM laid down the law. Thanks. That whatever was said in the past will not be said now. Or never again in the future. But that the law will stand. 12? That the undead mace, that mace of ne- turning. That will never not be funny to me. It's 3d6 plus your strength modifier against undead. 12, 12 plus 7, so 19. Mm. You bash him in the head. And, like, as you hit him, like, the cowl just kind of collapses into, like, its shoulders. And then the body of the uh, assassin guy just kind of falls to the ground and black smoke poofs out. And just as a reminder, I've grown a turkadile snout. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Sharp fangs. Aspect of the crocodile, turkadile. Wait, so wait, when does that happen when you rage? Yeah. Okay. That's crazy. Uh, so that's the end of the round. So we have two people that delayed. I'm going to use my turn now. And um, cast Shillelagh. Okay. And I guess that's it. Okay. Astra. You don't necessarily have to do anything if you don't want to yeah, remove invisibility. Yeah, I mean, I mean invisibility with two orbs is pretty yeah. sweet deal right now. And I'm real hurt. So. Yeah, you're, you're the football. Right <laughs> okay. Definitely. No one's going to blame you for not doing anything, I don't think. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to do anything. Not at all. I would probably blame <laughs> you for doing something. You can, okay. Honestly. Okay. You can I won't do anything. Yeah, I'll move. Um, if I Just want to try and find like a clear spot in the town square while they fight it out? Or do you want to try and like sneak into the alleyway? What's, what's behind these dudes? An alleyway. Can I see anything? It's just an alleyway. I mean, there's... Garbage cans. Okay, I'll at least, yeah, I'll at least sneak by them and um, try to, like, I guess just get behind them. Okay. So give me a stealth check. (laughs) 
You have. Oh, no, no, you don't. No, you don't. Advantage. No, I don't. I do. Oh, my God. That's a crit miss, Dave. No. Bot of magic, right? But advantage. Yeah, advantage. You choose the higher one. Yeah, that is not a crit one. miss. What was the first one? Six. Okay. So now <laughs> so I need you to. Five, but that's now I need you to tell me. I'm not going to tell you why. Mm. But I need you to choose the number between one and four. God damn it. You can always roll a D- we can always just roll a D4 for it if you want. Never rolled a D4 before, I don't think. Three. I was, was going to say anyway. Okay. Should have done anything. You start to squeeze between Assassin 2 and 3. And you're looking at 2, the one in the middle. And then you feel a hand on your shoulder as 3 grabs you. Give me a grapple resistance check. So either athletics or acrobatics. Your choice. And to be clear, this is not one of the ones that are banned. Correct. Oh, God. Okay. Nine. The assassin grabs hold of you and puts you in like a uh, full Nelson. Oh, God. That's the worst. I don't know <laughs> what Arms under your armpits, yeah. hand be- hands behind your neck. But yeah. she is now not invisible, and so she, we can see that. Put she's no longer invisible. Can we go back to when I said I was going to do nothing? <laughs> Please? <laughs> and then the fight Fuck. comes to a halt for a second. No. Finch, you look towards your companions and you see that Astra is grabbed in the alleyway. Keth is ready to fight more. Felomir, ready to fight. Can I use my turn now? Doris, ready to fight, I guess. Yeah. And then Velmir looks or talks to you, Finch, and he says, As you can see, there's no reason to resist. And I'll notch an arrow and shoot one at him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, give me the attack. Actually, is that is that like too late? Like I I saw it in the in the sun in like the light, but I I swear I had the idea as I was picking it up. Sure, I really want to use an inspiration point. Okay, so you could have done that after the roll. So as a critical Uh, shot, yeah. Okay, roll a d twenty, Finch. 13. All right. That's going to be max damage times or plus four. Max damage plus four. It's a 1d8 plus four plus four. So 16. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a normal crit as well. So add a d8 in there. So 24. Okay. Okay. So it's 2d8 plus your four plus another four. Yeah. Mm. He felt that one. The arrow pierces his like upper left shoulder. And goes like straight through and it's like sticking out the other end. And he kind of like goes limp in his shoulder there for a second. And then he takes a step towards you. I guess I'll just notch another arrow. Okay. Um, Give me another shot. Okay, I'm going to use my one and only other inspiration point. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. You know they're just instant crits, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's great. That doesn't mean instant kill, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, get me closer. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to roll the d20 yeah, if you use it. Well, that well, was that for the crit chart, the, and uh, then it was only a three. Okay, then that's just a normal crit. So 2d8 plus your normal bonus. Uh, 14. All right. You pierce into his, like, left, or I'm sorry, his right kidney on, like, his stomach, and it pierces straight through the other side again. And he stops, and he takes another step forward. 
Do I get another chance? Do any of you <laughs> want to do anything while this is happening? Yeah, what's, I mean, is, are we still? We can still be in turns, yes. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to use. I'm losing track because. He's being defiant. I was just going to use shopping, shocking grasp to like hold on to the dude. Cool. Okay. That's yeah, let's do that in between me. the Finch's shot and his next shot. 1D8. That's all happening simultaneously. Do I? Right. 1D8. Yes, this is all happening simultaneously. Fellow Mirror, you're looking kind of wide eyed over there. You got anything you want to do? Yeah, cast spider climb and get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> um, see where your ass is live. Do I roll for a cantrip? It's been so long since I've done anything. It's going to be an a spell attack. attack yes. yeah. Okay. Crit miss would be so fucking funny. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you put that evil on us, Dave? 15. All right. That is a grab. So we're going to do the shocking grasp damage. Three. Three. If I'm not adding anything, I don't fucking know. You're not adding anything. So I'm going to give him a constitution save as well to see if he defend, like holds on. And he does continue to hold on, but you do do the damage. Keth? Can In I, between Finch's second shot, before he does anything, I'm gonna scream, "Get out!" Yeah, I would be. I would if I see Astra grabbed, I'm gonna charge towards her. Okay. Try to free her. Okay. Uh, give me a grapple check, or sh- you want to just shove the two of them together? Yeah. Okay. Wait, the two, the two. Well, like, you're gonna just barrel roll into Astra and this guy? Oh. Mm. How do you want to break free, break Astra free? Because mm. there's two other guys on her side, one on each side. Or, I'm sorry, two on her right side. Want to barrel through and try to grab her, like as I'm running through them. I'm gonna give him one of my bardic inspiration die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I mean, I need to know like mechanically what I can do in game to make this happen. He's holding on to her with a full Nelson. Uh-huh. You want to use your shield? No, just like run like full force, not shield out, and try to like grab her as I run into. Are you gonna grab him as well? No, I, I'm trying to get my hands between. <laughs> The two as He's I run. He's gonna knock me okay. out. What you can do is like run towards them and flip over him into like a neck breaker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Fuck give me a, a grapple. We need the grapple. And roll for John Cena. <laughs> John Cena's never done that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm so, nobody gives a shit. Just look, for a crit <laughs> Just look for a crit miss on the grapple. No? Okay. Then... Give me a sleight of hand. Does the bardic inspiration count at any point during this? Whenever he wants to use it. What does it do? You get a d6 of bonus to do that before I roll. Well, you You can can do it after. After you roll, but before you know the result. Like when you roll. If you don't say the number, I won't say anything. Well, before you know if it succeeds or fails, you can add your bardic inspiration. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to add that. And I'm also. You can roll first. Oh. Roll. Don't tell me the number. Oh, I see. Now, if you want to add it, yeah. you can. Yeah. He's the answer to our prayers. It's Cat the Giant Slayer. <laughs> uh, 16. Okay. Cat the Assassin Slayer. Yeah. Right. You do grab hold of Astra, like around her abdomen, underneath her armpits, and you like are in between him and her. Now he's still attached to her. But you're running at her. So you're doing this in a, like a full force run. Mm-hmm. Are you trying to like sweep her up or running straight at her? 
straight ahead. <laughs> yes, let's go. All right, then give me a give me an athletics check. Crude. Nice. Thank Christ. That's what we needed. All right. So, Astra, this does hurt. Yeah. Dude, you're the Christ right now. Four yeah. damage. I'm not dead, so that's fine. It does break her loose from him. Okay. I thought you were going to say it does break her. Give me a so dexterity sure. save, Keth. 12. So, his arms are no longer around her. She is laying on top of him as he's on his back. And your leg on top of her. Okay, so we all just like fell <laughs> flat. You all became a pancake. Like a pile of pancakes. No, we're Astro, a sandwich. We're an Astro sandwich. We're an Astro sandwich. <laughs> Astro burger. So, Felomir, this is still between Finch's second shot. Uh, okay, upon seeing this, I'm going to use the disengage action. <laughs> okay. And move up to where the sandwich is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I guess that's the end of my turn. Doris? Um, Don't forget there's a guy on you. Yeah, that's true. That's why he used the disengage. Oh, wait. How far are any of my friends from me right now? 20 feet. Ooh. And you still have a guy on you, just so. Uh, yeah, but well, I Technically think... two now, because Felomir abandoned you. Yeah, but, but that being said, I think I now have the, the opportunity to do something I've never had the opportunity to do. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah. Oh my god. Motherfucking thunder wave, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also gonna use one of my inspiration points for that instant crit. So wait, okay. Well, wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Thunder wave. I don't think he uses a spell attack, so yeah. it's not gonna yeah. work. Are you gonna kill me? He's not You're, near like, you. You guys are oh, not within the cube. Thank God. It's a 15 foot okay. cube. The only people okay. in the cube are the two nice. dudes. But they're about to get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there was one that was like stomped into the ground that was on. Oh, kid, yeah. There's right? one so there's third. He's, he's in it. <laughs> Let's get him too. <laughs> <laughs> and I can cast it at second level, which I have. Oh, I can. I will do that. I will do that. So yeah. Extra D8. And can I use one of my inspos for max damage or no? Uh, I won't do inspiration for max damage because that's a sorcerer thing with sorcerer points. Oh, okay. Maybe you could do it to guarantee the. Saving throw. You could do it to guarantee the saving throw. I'll do that. Okay. And this works for all of them? Yes. Okay, yes, I'll do that. Okay. So I get three D8s. Yes. Damage. Can I get a D8 from... Dude. I mean, dude. I this is like the boss of the boss fights, I'm assuming. Like, what the fuck are we supposed to you do, You wanted Dave? a game, Dave. You got a game. We're not yeah. going to give this them the fucking orbs. This was just introduction to the BBEG. That's all this was. Yeah, see, this reminds me of when you're playing Dark Souls 3, and you just, like, go, go up to the <laughs> castle, and you kill the, the thing on the throne, and then the fucking dancer comes down Yeah. before you even fight Vort. Yeah, that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> that's going to be 13. Okay, so 13 damage to all of them. And they're pushed away. And they're pushed 15 feet away. 10 feet. 10 feet, feet away. From me. Um, ah! You see? <laughs> <laughs> all three of them go, their clothes go limp, and black smoke just kind of puffs out from the thunder wave. <laughs> this is also audible within 300 feet, if that matters. Jesus. <laughs> just in case Put an echo absolutely on anyone didn't know where we were. Just, you want to do it again? Does that go to hold the on, hold on. outside of the darkness to the Grim's Command? Do they hear it? Ooh, that's not how far away they are. Wait, it's does the darkness matter? Because the darkness like yeah, traps. That doesn't affect. 
sound. My mixer's fucked yeah. right now. Okay, never mind. After your second arrow finch, he's now 10 feet from you, and he's still walking towards you, and he says, Just give me the orbs. This can all be done with. Your lives can move forward. Just give me the stone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll say never. Um, I don't feel like I should run towards them because she's got the orms. So I guess I'm going to take another shot. <laughs> All right. Oh God. Um, Killing his ass tonight. You've done 38 damage so far. We're going to do a couple things here. Um, I'm not going to Hunter's Mark him because that would just be stupid. But I am going to Colossus Slayer this dude. So that gives me an extra D8 yep. as far as damage goes if I hit him. And I'm going to get real dumb with it and try and do sharpshooter. But he's 10 feet away, so I think I got a pretty good chance. That doesn't make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's minus five to attack, so I not do that. You're getting dumb. I'm not going to tell you what you should and shouldn't do at this dumb, point. Dumb, dude. Let's <laughs> yeah, he go. Bellamere's been wide-eyed this whole time. <laughs> get dumb, dude. We made the, the first decision we made tonight was the wrong one, in my opinion. <laughs> Man, if sharpshooter was ever going to work, now's the time. <laughs> To the crit base. No, it's a three, but it might as well have been, dude. So negative two, and then plus whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, how, how about you shut the fuck up, Stretch? The arrow flies over his shoulder, and he moves five feet closer. All right, the four of you. We're back to you four again. I don't even care what the rotation is at this point. Tell me what you want to do. Pick it up, Aster, and running. All right. Wait. So just to be who. The ones that were originally attacking us are now all dead. The ones that the original four are dead. And then there were the three that were in four. the. There's three in the alleyway. And one of them was sandwiched. One of them is sandwiched. The other two are now looking at the two at Felomir and yourself. Okay. Well, one's probably looking at Kath. One's looking at Felomir and no one's looking at you yet, Doris. Okay. Well, while no one's looking at me. Okay. I'm going to try to run towards the sandwich. But. Would I have to pass close enough to them to invoke the attack of opportunity? So you want to get... I'm trying to get out of the perimeter. So you're trying to get into the alleyway past everybody. Yes. You can move and then disengage and then finish moving. Ooh. Right? Yes. You can do. You can use your disengage to get past everybody. Okay, yeah. But you won't be able to do anything else other than that. Other than move and disengage. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay. So you move... And you use disengage to get past everybody. So you, we'll say you're 10 feet into the alleyway because y'all are started 20 feet from it. Okay. Or what's your movement speed? 25? Uh, okay, so you're yeah. five feet past everybody into the alleyway. Now let's say I did like a cool like circle button move to, sure. <laughs> to get yes. past them. Yes. Uh, That's an NFL joke for everyone that doesn't fucking play football games. Okay. <laughs> you want to pick up Astra and run down the alleyway. Before we do that, Felomir, what are you doing? Um, Hating on our dis our awesome decision making. <laughs> <laughs> being a bitch. Yeah, let me take a uh, being a bitch check <laughs> real quick. So you're not trying to run to catch up with them, Finch? If I see, I guess that they've made it. They haven't made it yet. They're, Finch, they're fighting through the alley. Finch they're, is fighting they're the They're fighting boss. the assassins to get into the alley. I mean, but did Keth just get up and start, like, getting he's away? About, he's about to get away. Or he's about to try to get away. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess I can 
try and move that way. I really just don't want to bring the boss over to my friends and the orbs. So you're standing valiantly? This is your moment. I'm going to delay until I see Keth moving. <laughs> I just want to make sure you aren't regretting something in your last three decisions, last three actions. Um, ever. ever. There and shooting. Ever for your character. I probably wouldn't have taken, I guess, the second shot at him. I would have just taken it at one of the guys on the perimeter. Okay, well, we're past that attack. Yeah, I know. You used, the, um, used inspiration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll back away from him. Okay, so you're going to start backing up? Yeah. Okay, on your third arrow that you missed, we're going to say you started backing up as he approached. Fast or just like at his pace? Probably just at his pace, like walking backwards, looking at him, just notching another arrow or something. Okay. I'm going to free action and yell run at Finch. Now that I see we're all almost out of here. Um, now, the perimeter is all assassins. Yes. So they're still near the alleyway. They just haven't made, like, running moves at y'all yet. Yeah. But they're all watching. Oh, yeah. Um, I but, guess I would... Technically, I would probably delay my turn until Keth's turn, because whatever he does is going to determine what I do. Astra, is there anything you want to do before Keth does something? Okay. Keth, give me a athletic check. Can I use inspiration? <laughs> yes. After I roll? yes, go. Yeah, you can actually. Yeah. I will do that. Yes, you can use inspiration after a roll. I know that. I'm so glad we were all reminded that we have those. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right here. I mean, you put the, another no. orb in front of us and expected us to just give ours away instead of yeah, without any fucking explanation, like. <laughs> Now, fuck what this was supposed to be. <laughs> this is what it, what it is. Right I was trying to talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I was too, until they wouldn't tell us anything and threatened us and tried to hurt yeah. our friend. Okay, so you pick up Astrica and you start running down the alleyway. Are you using a disengage to get off out of these assassins as well? Yes. Okay, so you start running down the alleyway. Philomir? Um, how far away is Finch? 45 feet. Too far gone, dude. <laughs> nope, because you started 50 feet away, right? In there. 75 feet. Or is it 65? 65. 65 feet. Um, I'm going to disengage and run down the alley, following everyone else. Okay. Astrid, is there anything else you want to do while you're being carried down the alleyway? How far away am I from Voldemort? because <laughs> he's there <laughs> um, well if Keth's carrying you then you're 95 not 100 feet you're 100 feet okay I'm gonna cast Scorching Gray at Voldemort his name is Velmir <laughs> yeah but he's just like give me the orb which reminds me of the Sorcerer's Stone when he's like just give me the I stone I ain't seen that shit god y'all Every, you don't you don't know about John Cena's move list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. You do no goddamn neck breakers. What, Felomir? Maybe anything. if you'd fucking talk to us, we would know what to do. <laughs> Maybe that's insult okay. me. All right, so all right, so full disclosure, that's what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> like, stop hating on our decisions and just be like, all right, I guess we're gonna do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking say some say shit. Something. I was working on it. If you and then it was like, I'm gonna snatch the orb. Say something. Well. 
they weren't really giving us an option. Well. Okay. Anyway, so I cast Scorching Ray at Voldemort. It was 11 plus 4. 15. That's a hit. But isn't it, are you doing just one ray? Because it's an, isn't it like. Yes, it's two rays. Do you so, want to do the other ray? Oh, yeah, you got to roll with the other I don't fucking, we haven't, look. Whatever. 13 plus 4. That's seven. a hit. So then you roll the damage for both rays. 2d6 per ray. Okay. Those are D8s. seven. What? Those are D8s. Oh, you're right. My bad. Thanks. <laughs> so seven, like I said. Two flaming rays shoot past you, Finch, and hit Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> Velmir. And he takes the hit and he kind of like falls back like a like two or three steps. And then he goes down to the ground after like the ray is done. And you see like the scorched flames that are on his chest from the hit. And he's like putting his like he's just got his on his fingertips on the ground as he's holding himself up. Then he slowly stands back up and looks at you. And Finch, you don't see the green light anymore. It's dark. Four of you exit the darkness. You look up at the Crimson Hold's walls. Guards look down at you, astonished to see you come out of the darkness. You see a lot of them start yelling at each other and like, what the what should they do? And then one commander yells out, "Swim across! I'll swim across." Okay, I will immediately jump into the water. I can't swim. <laughs> the four of you give me athletics checks. Just got to beat a five. Uh, well, not a crit miss. Five. No, wait. You said athletics or acrobatics? Athletics. Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kath, that's your swimming. You know, Astra is struggling. Dora? Uh, I got a 17. I also rolled a four. <laughs> and Velomir is struggling. Can, can I hoist them both up on my shoulders and form like a, a triple person a paddle boat? I need an athletics check from you again. Can I assist in this? You Nine. can try. Okay. So athletics. that would be advantage yes. with an assist. Ooh. Advantage with assist. Advantage with assist on Keth for the two of you. But what was your athletics? Nine. You're underwater. 19. You go over to help Felomir because we'll say he was the closest one. And Felomir, you put your arm on his shoulder and he just sinks immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, he has like no weight to him. <laughs> uh, I, I splash around a little bit. Oh. Um, but you give me another roll. Felomir, did you give me another roll for advantage, Astra? Oh, no. I thought Keth had to roll that. No. I'm going to give you two advantage. Okay. Keth is going to have to give me a constitution saving throw for being underwater. Okay. So 
13. Uh, four is my advantage. (laughs) 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 Really can't swim. All right. For real. What's the constitution save? 14. And Dorth, I need a constitution save as well because you are underwater from Velomir pushing you under. Y'all have got to be fucking kidding me. This is how we go. (laughs) (laughs) 13. All right. So it takes about five minutes for y'all to swim across the moat. And it's only like 50 feet across. <laughs> but it's just like Keth really helping Astra and Felomir and Doris just trying to figure out why he's underwater. <laughs> <laughs> and the people up on the, the fucking wall are just like, what the fuck? Just swim across. <laughs> <laughs> so you get across the moat and four ropes are dropped. Climb the rope. Yeah. So you hold onto the rope and you start, you each get your, get your own rope and you start climbing. Um, but they're also pulling the rope. So give me athletic saves to hold on to it, really. Why not acrobatics? Or acrobatics works for this piece of rope. Eleven. So either or. Either or. Sixteen. Uh, six. Fifteen. Okay. So Doroth, you can't climb, but you're just holding on. But then you look to your left and your right, and you're being hoisted up like at the speed of a rope that's empty. <laughs> oh my god. And so they're like below you, and then at, then you all eventually get to the top of the wall, and you're pulled over, and the guards look at you and go, "What? Where? What's going on out there?" Uh, uh, uh cultist, C- cultist, uh, demon, demon. Uh. <laughs> I want to start like spitting out a bunch of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. You see a man that has like a captain badge on his uh, breastplate, and he looks at you all and says, "Give me the details." Oh, there's a, there's a man, a really ugly man, by the way. The uh, he's he's blonde. Uh, there's another one. He's got horns. He's r- really scary. Um, and they tried to cut me. They tried to cut me. Can you believe that? And also, there's a bunch of other ones and something about orbs. But yes, they they tried to harm me. We saw the uh, the people that were like hoisted mm-hmm. up and gutted, right? Yes. What was the name? What was the guy's name? Voldemort. Velmir. Velmir. Vel V E L M I R. Velmir. Does the name Velmir mean anything to you? No. Well, that's who's doing all this. Whoever that is. <clears throat> There's a bunch of. It looks like all the townspeople have been massacred. Well, we checked around the hold, and I'm the only captain left in the hold. Everyone else was on. On patrol. They're probably all dead. The high captain isn't even here. Wait. Everybody was on patrol, but you? How many patrols do you have? We have a lot of patrols during the festival. They were in the town? Yes. You have to help our friend. He's still down there. Your friend? Yes, Finch. Who's who's Finch? What do you mean? He's a Crimson Command member. Oh. Well, we got a lot of Crimson Command members out there now. Well, he's still down there and they have him. You have to help him. Yes, he is breathing. The others are not. You start hearing bells as this conversation kind of goes into that mood of try to help Finch. And the captain looks towards like the front drawbridge. And then he starts running that way, which is where the bells are coming from. Look over towards the drawbridge. 
Draw bridge. You, you lean over the wall and look across the moat, and you see the blonde man, Velmir, and about a hundred assassin men walking a beaten finch out of the darkness. Are they lowering the drawbridge, or they're no, just ringing the bell? They're signaling. just ringing the bells. The bells are coming from the, the front, s- like the drawbridge area. Okay, there oh, he is. Shit. Oh, let's go. Finch has no weapons on him, obviously. And you all run over there to the other to the drawbridge area, and then the blonde man kind of steps out into like the front of every all of his men basically and Velmir and he says we came here for one thing the orb we will leave your city we just need the two orbs now I run to the mage's tower and throw both orbs in the chaos portal (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) You see, you see Velmir push Finch down to his knees. They're going to kill him! The captain speaks up. What orbs are you talking about? Those, you know, these orbs. Uh, I'll pull them out slightly. He looks towards you and looks at them and says... Well, give them to him. No, if you'll leave the city. That'll save the city. Okay, but these two orbs might also save the entire world of Asus. What? They might also destroy it. Yes, if these get into the wrong hands. What are they? These are two of the legendary four orbs. Have you never gone to school? That's just a myth. No. It is not. They they are before you now. They're the reason for all of this. I I can't sacrifice the city. The city is gone. The city's already dead. Do we really want to trust the fate of the world with these people that just slaughtered your entire city? He grows impatient. Bellamir. Yes. What are your thoughts? You've been very quiet. If he's if they've taken the city, they're going to take the hold and you're going to lose them anyways. This is probably true. And they'll kill our friend. Never give up. Never surrender. Perhaps it might be wise to give up and surrender. <laughs> <laughs> At least temporarily. Okay, and then what? We go on a wild goose hunt to find these orbs again. Oh, that's what we were going to do anyway. Why are we wasting our time with these orbs anyway? What? Why do we have them? We don't even know what they do. Well, I mean, they're... Uh, there's no doubt they're important. They're two of the four orbs. Yes. However, it might be a strategic move to let whoever these guys are think they've won and regroup. They clearly have the upper hand now, but... Perhaps we can get it later. Out of game. What about the other two? I don't know. What about the other two? Their life and death, blue and black. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is is true. 
death, I mean, uh, life and destruction, which is what we have. Creation, creation, destruction. creation and destruction. So that is chaos. Law. 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 Uh, I, I don't know how relevant that is, but the, the fact that they only have two and there are two more somewhere. Maybe we can find them first. Oh, I am crestfallen. Oh, I need to write that down. I just don't know what as, they can, as can y'all they are do discussing. anything with two. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm just wondering if they can do anything with two. But, I mean, obviously, I don't know that. I, mean, I would assume their ultimate goal is to get all four. Okay. So, got to catch them all. But assuming we, catch we have, them all first. Assuming that we have one of the three, that prevents them from doing whatever assembling all four of them accomplishes. We have to find one of the three, though. Well, one of the two that are left. Yes, we would. If we do not give them the orbs now, we condemn Finch to die. And also the city. And like the captain said, they'll probably just storm the castle and take it anyway. So this was all for nothing. It was cool, though. <laughs> I'll, uh, uh, I'll grab the bag from Astra. Yeah, I I hand them over because I don't want this to be on me anymore. And I hold it over the ledge and I yell, No! No! (laughs) Wait, give us our friend first. The blonde man looks at you again, Finch. You're beaten. Like, it's, you're down to one HP. Okay. Looks at you and says, stand up. I'll stand. Lower the bridge. The captain looks at the four of you. Well, well we have no other choice now. Lower the bridge. Do you think that's the right thing to do? You've seen them. From do what you, I Do you trust that they'll keep their word? Do we have a choice? No. Lower the bridge. And then you start to hear the crank of the chains. I will start walking down to the courtyard, I guess. Okay. And sort of beckon everyone to follow. Okay. I'll follow. And y'all stand on opposite sides of the bridge, looking at Finch and the blonde man and Velmir. And he, they start to walk onto the bridge. Do you approach as well? Yeah, let's do like a, like a pre-football game meeting of the team captains (laughs) and the coaches. (laughs) Who has the orbs? Keth does. Well, uh, yeah. So you walk meet, up, meet halfway on the bridge, and you all get about 10 feet from Finch, Velmir, and the blonde man. And then you all just kind of stare at a second, kind of tense. Okay, same time. <coughs> same time. Wait, wait, wait. Tell us, before we give these to you, why do you want these so much? The blonde man looks at Velmir. You are all destined. This is not your time, but I promise we will meet again. Oh, I count on it. And then I get ready to throw him the the sack. The blonde man, like, looks at you, Finch, and he says, I'm sorry. I spit blood in his face Mm. and say, (laughs) You have no backbone. He like grabs your wrist and just kind of pulls you forward. You walk forward, Kath, and hand out the satchel to the blonde man as he kind of lets Finch go near you. And you turn 
or you take like steps back as you like let like lead Finch across and you watch as the blonde man gives the satchel to Velmir. Then Velmir turns and starts to walk, and you'll all start to walk across. And as Velmir walks back across the bridge and towards the darkness, he walks inside of that black, surfaceless darkness. And almost in an instant, the darkness starts to fade away. And you look and see that Velmir disappears with it. But the blonde man doesn't, nor does about eight other men. And they all look at you, stunned. And they all start to remove cowls. And one of them, and one of them is Captain Siani. You bitch. What? What? What's happened? What is the meaning of this? I don't. I don't remember. You were one of them. What? What am I wearing? Guard, seize them! <laughs> Surely there's some guards in the keep. Right? <laughs> there are guards standing behind you in the courtyard. Yeah, but they are kind of like looking at you, stunned as well. There's only eight of them. Come on! <laughs> the, the guards like slowly walk across the bridge and towards the stunned captains of the Crimson Command. And they all start to shackle them. So the blonde man is still there, right? Yes. What did you do to them? Do I do anything? What is your name? I'm Captain Soja. What? And these people behind you? That's Captain Siani and Captain blah, blah, blah. And Captain blah, blah, blah. And Captain blah, blah, blah. Another wow, captain. Okay, you just gave up, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> what is the last thing you remember? I was on patrol. When? Five minutes ago. Well, this is perplexing. And he's got shackles behind him now, and guards start to escort him back into the hold. And Captain Siani walks by, like shackled with two guards and other captains and they're all just kind of like heads down eyes wide and you look back into the city just to see all those pyres with hold like that are hold like that still have the citizens strapped to them how many does it look like there are hundreds it's one every 10 feet throughout the entire city so hundreds yes at least on both sides of the street the cobblestones actually like soaked in blood and like cracks of the cobblestone are just kind of like rivers of blood. It's a horrific scene. Turn and walk back into the keep. Yeah, I Turn definitely, to don't, the keep. definitely don't want to look at this. I'm going to try to like reckon with the captain to be like, look, give them fair trials and questioning because it does not seem that they had anything to do with this. Yes. Yes, we will. And I guess I will. I guess I'm the high captain now. You're the man now, dog. Tap him on the... Well, I can't reach his shoulder. Slap him on the knees. Yeah. <laughs> Slap him on the butt. Give him a baseball slap. High Captain Gate. <laughs> hey, yeah, Captain Gate! Oh, my God. You finally made it to the top, dude. I guess all my lieutenants will be promoted to captains. 
Let's see him try to lower the gate now. What about this guy? He's a, a Crimson Command member that risked it all. Your your Crimson Command? I guess I'll pull out my little necklace thing. Initiate. We'll have to get you started. There's a lot of work to do. Hi, I'm Drew. And I'm Landry. We're the hosts of You Simply Must. You Simply Must? What's that? It's a comedy podcast all about sharing things that we love with each other and sometimes with the guest. TV shows, food, games, movies, whatever. That's right. Think of it as Oprah's favorite thing, but weekly and with more segments specifically designed to gaslight the other person. We release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find the show on iTunes or at YouSimplyMustPodcast.com. Hey, person hearing this ad, have you ever listened to our show? No. You You Simply simply must. Must! Are you a lifelong fanboy, a new nerd, or are you just clueless and curious about all the comic book movie buzz and want to know more? Then tune in to Between the Cons, the twice-weekly podcast for Life Between Comic Cons, where Chris and friends discuss nerdy news. Why is it always Chris and friends? We have stupid nicknames that you made up for us. I'm going to start calling you Dr. Big Boy Pants. Where Chris, Chris 2, MF Dane, Mr. Naughty List, the Wonder Twins, Masterman Drabo, the Ginger Giant, and the Outlaw Steve Jr. Thank you. Discuss nerdy news, review movies, and dive deep into the big topics that encompass our fandoms. Subscribe today on iTunes and Google Play at BetweenTheCons.com.